In three, two, one. We are live, ladies and gentlemen. What is Gucci Manucci's? Welcome to the Half Court Podcast. I am Darwin. We got AV by the side, you know what I'm saying? And uh, Marcos, you know what I'm saying, is uh, out there grinding. So shout out to my guy over there, you know, I'm doing his thing over there at Telemundo. Doing but, breaking news. Yeah, man. But man, we out here, man. Um, we're back up and running. Uh, we got a lot of topics to, to cover. Uh, we're just going to have fun with it, man, and just kind of go from there, man. Uh, before we get this started, man, uh, I heard you you went to Mexico, bro. How was that? No, I didn't go to Mexico. I went to uh, a little town. It's called Dell City, Texas. Shout so out to it, all the lovely people of Dell City, Texas. Where's that at? It is close to El Paso, so it's yeah. like right there in the border, kind of. You got family over there? <clears throat> yeah. It was fun, man. How was the experience? Because you guys drove over there, huh? Yeah, it was like a 10-hour drive. It's about fucking time you got out of the state, bro. Yeah, it was It was a super small fucking place. Like, it was yeah. literally probably like, I don't know. It's small, bro. Like, there's nothing to do. But it was interesting how nice and, and kind everybody is in towns like that. Like, yeah. it's like everybody's real close together type shit. Like you, you you're driving like- down the street and everybody's like... Say hi. You feel like everybody know each other and shit like that. Yeah, like there's only two little stores in the Mm -hmm. whole town, and then there's no Family Dollars, no WalMarts, no. No. uh, Me and my girl stayed in a fucking RV. Uh, It was an adventure, bro. Hell yeah, (laughs) because it's like a little town, so a lot of people work there, Uh, so they only go to that little town to. They they do a lot of agriculture. Yeah, so it's a lot of pisca de de chile Mm -hmm. and and. Cotton Basically that's what they do In that town Is uh, agriculture town Yeah So coming back You'd be surprised bro Like I thought I wasn't gonna get anything Out of this mm. trip really Like I was I mean shit We live in a big city Like that's a little ass town What the fuck can But it's actually It's different Wild bro. bro It is different I mean I think always It's always good to do A change of pace You know what I'm saying Because you just get It gets to like Humble you down it And you kind of like you You're know. not Like those What was it Four full days it was just like wake up, go to the little store, which is like down the street, because uh, that's the only place that sells like co- uh, coffee and mm-hmm. and food and shit. So, the li- we see the set. It was sad leaving, bro. We were like, I was damn. like, damn, this kind of sucks. Yeah, bro, because pe- the people were really kind. Like, yeah, they fucking took us to go see some deers, uh, like at sunset and shit. Like we're yeah, out there in the middle. Yeah, that's what's up, bro. That's what's up. You man. actually see like deers, like in fucking uh, what is it called that sh- the. Uh, animal shows and shit yeah. You know what I'm saying Like mm-hmm. you could see them Just fucking I'd be like, What the doing fuck they, Doing their thing and shit I got to ride a horse It was just like Real outdoor shit But what I came back with Is Generational wealth that's Because what that's what about. My uncles are doing Over there Basically is like They they bought the little store Right there And then they bought The RV park That's behind it And then they have uh, Cattle mm-hmm. And then they have Chickens that's- and then they That's have, big. you know what I'm saying? So, so like, even if, like, if uh, the world goes to shit, they'll be all right because yeah. they got everything, you know what I'm saying? They're like, already living without, like, I'm yeah. telling you. The they don't need all that, like, city shit, you know what I'm saying? They don't have, That's, the little kids, you don't see them on the PlayStation. Like, they're mm-hmm. outside fucking running around. And Speaking of that, bro, I think we need to get, I feel like we need to interact a little bit more with nature because if, you know, if, if shit hits the fan, you know what I'm saying? Like, we're not. We're not used to, you know, I heard, too, that um, us humans, we weren't meant to be in actual cities. Like, we were meant to be more in, the, like, nature, just kind of like. With our balls hanging out. Because <laughs> the thing is, with us, bro, I think the, 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 
the asset that we have is our mind, the, the ability to adapt to any situation. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like, you know, getting used to like hiking and doing shit like that. Yeah. Camping. Like I hate camping, but I, I feel like I need to get used to that shit, bro. Cause you never know. Being uh, used to being out there with the mosquitoes. Yeah. And, and man, it was crazy because staying in that little RV was, we were there four days. So it was like a little ass shower and yeah. uh, the fucking boiler didn't work. So we were, we showered for four days with cold water. Oh shit. <laughs> It's good for your body, it but is. it's like fuck. Like, yeah, bro. Every you know morning we'd wake up, we'd be like fuck, 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 and then just start from the bottom, like washing yourself from the bottom. Yeah, like, bro. <laughs> trying to get the fuck out of there. Like, yeah, yeah, Puerto bro. Rico, the water was on and off. Like we had a little heater and shit that was like plugging uh, electricity, but sometimes it would work, sometimes it wouldn't. And so you're see, not gonna sit there and wait the whole fucking like, time. Like, you get your arm wet, and then you get like that. Shit is a struggle, but. There is a good, there's a lot of benefits of showering, cold showers. Cold showers. Yeah. They always say, like, do that once in a oh, while. Oh, bro, once, once I got out of it, I felt great. Exactly. Like, you we feel were, so much better. So that's. We were wide awake and then fucking went in there and got that black coffee. Yeah, ready yeah. to go. Ready to go. Yeah, hell yeah, man. Yeah, bro, that's dope. I feel like, uh, you know, every once in a while it's good to do, you know, those kind of trips, like nature, kind of yeah. connect with nature, you know, cabins. There's Oklahoma has a lot of fucking cabins in, like, these areas yeah, bro, in the woods sure. and shit, you know what I'm saying? No, yeah, after doing that, I, I was excited to just live more. Even though that was a little, like I said. And I told a, you, bro, that was just a little taste. Bro, just a little town, too. But it was just cool, like, doing all that shit, staying in the RV and doing all that shit. So imagine when you start, like. All right, bro, I want to travel yeah. and shit. Like, I want to go you, to the Grand Canyon and shit. Yeah, bro. There's a lot of, like, places. Like, there's that, bro. Colorado seems unreal, bro. I've seen videos, and I've always wanted to go, but Colorado seems unreal, bro. It's just uh, that connection with nature. Uh-huh. And, like, Canada, bro, has fucking lakes that have blue water, clearer than the fucking... Hey, Joe Biden, man, come on, go ahead and clear the, the Dream Act, people, so I can go ahead and go to Tulum and Canada and all oh, these places, shit, bro. I'm stuck in the States for now. Yeah, bro. Uh, I'll be pissed, too, and people are like, let's go to... I'm like, ah. Yeah, bro, I feel you, man. Um, We'll see, man. I hope they, they fucking get away with that and just, you know, make... Because I feel like that's the right thing to do, bro, if you yeah, think about we, it. I mean, if we've been doing the right thing... And, for years, bro. I yeah. mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, those I are for like people... I feel like if we said... What, if, we said if we did what we said... Because on the first application, you have to write out uh, why you want to be here and why you think you deserve the work permit or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I feel like if you actually followed through with it... Right, you look at it, you have a clean should, record, you yeah. know, you, you, you haven't committed any crimes, you're good, like... Like that, that that should be enough. Sell, yeah, like fuck. Like, <laughs> come on, man. Like even a U.S. citizen doesn't have to. You do pay all your that taxes. Shit. You know what I'm saying? You working? You 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 know contributing to society? Yeah. Come on, man. So that's good, bro. That's what's up, man. We got to definitely uh, tap in with that. Like do do a little road trip or something. I think those are fun. Those um, cabins definitely. Uh, I've been there once. Those what I think Broken Arrow, or Broken mm-hmm. Bow, yeah, uh, yeah, in Oklahoma. Yeah. I recommend those. There's yes. a lake by there, all that shit. That's, yeah, bro, that's definitely the thing. You know what I've been seeing lately, too, bro, is a lot of uh, millennials, too, they've been doing a lot of, like, they'll turn their van into, like, their house, bro. Shit is dope. We were talking about that the other day, and it was one of those where it was, like, the motherfucker had, like, like those Amazon vans, bro, and he had, like, he turned the side part into, like, a window. So, bro, literally, he parks in front of a beach, and, like, he has a little desk and a bed, all that shit in the van, so my, he's working from my, wherever he goes. My guy Johnny, he actually he does details. John, shout out to Johnny on the spot. 
he does what he does. Yeah. He fucking got in his van and he just left. And he's like, people don't even know. There's a private party in the Walmart parking lot every night. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it'll be a bunch of motherfuckers in vans. And, then yeah. they, and the only difference is that when people want to go home, they just like close their van down. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's it's, it's dope, man. I feel like that's definitely uh, a lot of people are just. They get tired of the bullshit, so they're like, man, fuck paying rent, fuck, you know, all that utilities, and they have, like, solar panels and, you know, all this creative. And, and, and I mean, that, that right, staying in the little RV was humbling because it taught us that we didn't need all the shit that we have here. We couldn't fucking be smoking either, so it was like... We had to just have fun looking at the what you had, like the, shit, the, the, you know? yeah. You made you made the most out of the situation, uh-huh. you know. So that's dope, man. That's definitely dope. And I feel like we have to, you know, sometimes pull the brakes. We wouldn't have signal, so we couldn't even. That's good. The shit that's wouldn't load. Perfect. That's perfect because <laughs> you get to disconnect and then like connect with the surroundings. And I mean, the scary shit about those little towns though is that well, if shit goes down. It's dangerous, bro, because they don't have they have one sheriff in the whole town. That's how it. That's how it is. And I mean, like if, if I, something it, happens, a helicopter has to come pick them up. It's. I think it's rare with those towns. I mean, I never see you know any. No, what my cousins told me is that what tends to happen a lot though is like the old because there's there'll be houses far out where nobody can really like they're really separated mm-hmm. so the, what they say is that sometimes like the old people that live in those houses that are far away they'll die and then they don't know because mm. since oh, okay okay yeah, you know yeah. it's like and you got the body there yeah like, they actually said that they there was a case where the uh like some old people died and the dog started eating them oh shit and yeah it was like uh. damn but that's just what happens because yeah, it's yeah. like Damn, because yeah, it's probably one of those where like they don't want to go to the hospital and like they just want to die at their house or something. Who knows, right? Because it's very, very much like Mexico. It's crazy. It's like uh, basically like the little town in where I was born, recreated over here in the United States. It's fucking crazy. Interesting, man. Hell yeah, man. I'm glad you have fun because that's definitely a must, man. A little. A little but I would travel. say the biggest take was that agriculture shit, like. We're fucking clueless, bro, on, on just, bro. like, that generational wealth shit is, is crazy, because yeah. the, the people there basically own half of that town, like, it's crazy, bro. I'm like, damn. I've, I've thought about, like, maybe, you know, trying to, you know, farm some shit, like, you know, vegetables and shit, but I don't know shit about that. I think, and I think what that, the thing with that is, that, like, let's say you come across a big bag of money. That would be smart investing in that. Like, that's what I would like to do if I, at some point, yeah, like, make a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Instead of going and buying a fucking Lambo or something like that, I would go and buy some acres and, and a place like that where I can I can make shit. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like, if, like if shit hits the fan, I move to Dell City, Texas. <laughs> And yeah. I have my little land right there with Chile, and you have those property. You have your plan A, plan B, like emergency type shit. Where and it's like people you can get there, away. bro, work as a team is what I noticed. Like everybody is really, yeah, team oriented. Like I was, I was surprised. I was yeah. like, damn, they make the shit work all together. Boop, 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 boop. Like at the little store, the sisters break up the shifts. Like, uh, yeah, it's crazy. They 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 make it happen, man. That's what's up, man. Shout out to uh, what is it, uh, Dell City, Texas? Yeah, Dell City, Texas. Shout out to the people over there, man. They got shit popping over there. 
You know uh, what I'm saying? Tooties. Two that's the name of the little store right there. If you if you're in Del, uh, Del City, Texas, stop by Tooties. They got the best burgers nice. in, in town. But yeah, man, that's what's up. Let's get to it, man. Um, we got a couple of stuff to talk about. One is uh, breaking news about you know they murdered Indian Red Boy on a live. That was crucial. Um, that was very very fucking disrespectful. It was tough. Like for us, like he, you know, he's a 21 year old rapper that was upcoming, and a, apparently he had like a, a beef with Nipsey. He mm-hmm. was dissing him or something like that, and then he also had something to do allegedly with the uh, mural vandalizing. So they really caught him off guard, and it was, it was. And California wild. is just a place where you don't play. And, yeah, bro. Like you have to like be aware, and like they got him. Like on the live, he was chilling. He was chilling like he was at the barber shop, uh, getting ready to get get in the in the barber chair. And then seconds later, he's fighting for his life. Like again. it's crazy, bro. Like it's sad to see, man. But that right there shows you that. Like they say, if you you live by the sword, die by the sword. So if you're out, like this is another example of, of for example, what happened to Mo three. Like Mo three was talking reckless, just talking about running up on the ops and getting his dick sucked afterwards. And he was saying some really devilish shit uh, in his music too, you know. And then look at how he ended up on the fucking highway, like grasping for his last breath. This dude right here, he's, he's, you know, taunting the dead and doing shit like that. And then look what happens. Like The thing is, bro, and it's what a lot words, of people, Words are powerful, man. Yeah. What a lot of people don't realize is like, bro, it doesn't matter how gangsta and how many guns you have. You're not immortal. Like, know, you man. can get murked by the second you fucking just... Basically, it's just... You know, your, drop your guard. Your, your turn at that point. Like, if exactly. you're... When, when you jump in that water, like, it's just a matter of time before, like, it's your turn. Exactly. Like, that's what it really comes down to. And it's like, I never, you know, never felt interest in that. Like, you know, grew up surrounded by it. We would see, like, growing up in the streets, we would just see cars... <laughs> then two minutes later... And we had to be like, oh, shit, let's get under the house. You know what I'm saying? Like, this shit was crazy. And it's like... I don't want to be a part of that because it's like there's more to life than that, that shit, man. That's what's killing us, man. And uh, same as like the narco culture and all that shit. Like shout out again to from wrong to strong, CJ. That dude right there is basically he lived that life and now he's telling these young people like that's not the fucking mm-hmm. life. Like it's not fun having to be tough all the time. Because then this is what happens. If you're the tough guy all the time, guess when your friends are going to call you? When there's a fight or when they need mm-hmm. help or when they, you know what I'm saying? Like, if you're that tough guy that always beats me motherfuckers up, you're going to get used just because you're tough. Like, bottom line, that's what it is. Yeah, you got to create unity, especially with the black culture and, like, because that's what they want. You know what I'm saying? They want to divide it. They want them to beef yeah. and, you know. Like, like that scene in, in Boys in the Hood where the dad tells the son, like, Son, they want us to kill each other. That's why they put a liquor store in every corner. Like, yeah, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's a fucking hood. That's the last thing they need. Why don't they put more libraries? Or It's know, crazy, like, bro, how, how all that is designed to, to, you know. I saw this guy that was posting a video. He was like, yeah, I'm here in the, like, part of the, the Bronx, New York, and he showed a place that had deli shit. Strictly deli shit processed meats, which is the number one cause of cancer. Then he showed the next thing on the other side was a liquor store. And then the other side was like a nasty, like Chinese restaurant. It was like, see, that's what they, they want people to go here mm-hmm. and consume the shit so they can, you know, get sick. And 
You know, it's crazy, it's bro. It's a cycle. It's just a it cycle. is. It is, man. And it's like. And we fall for it, man. We I do. I mean, yeah, like bars, all that shit. That's really what we spend our money, extra money on. If if you look at most people, it's going out to eat in restaurants, uh, liquor, fucking recreational drugs. And then the rest is bills and shit. You know yeah, bro. I, mean? I think what it comes down to is uh, they want to keep us ignorant. The less we know, the more they can control us. You know what I'm saying? The more profit they make yeah. off of us. Yeah. I mean, uh, you, you got to, you know, look at all these scenarios and shit. I mean, you got this, uh, the vaccines, bro. They pushing it to the extra. You know, the last time we talked about it, it was, you know, they're promoting it. But now they found the next level to keep pushing it. Like, what, what I'm talking about that? on drugs, like, two times, like, so... They are, they created the lottery shit. Now they got Biden talking about it, saying, hey, get a vaccine, get a shot, have a beer, free beer. Who doesn't want a beer, right? You can, you can win a car. You can win free tickets to a baseball game. You can win fucking free daycare. The way they are promoting this vaccine, bro, is super scary, bro. It's super scary, bro. It got to the point, man, listen to this shit, bro, that they were like, Hurricane Elsa's coming. Dum, dum, dum. Yeah, I got it. I got it right here. They were like, yeah, they were like, <laughs> Hurricane Elsa's coming. So make sure you are prepared by getting your COVID vaccine. Like, like if the fucking hurricane is going to be like, oh, you got the vaccine. All right, good. You good. Let me go this way. Like, come on, man. Like. It's getting goofy. It's getting goofy, bro. Uh, Alex Jones might have been right. It's getting goofy. And you know, you know, the crazy part is that these companies like Pfizer and Johnson and Johnson, bro, they make money off of this shit. They profit over five million dollars ever since they started rolling out the covid vaccines. And guess what? The biggest investment from Bill Gates was him investing in the vaccines. This motherfucker quadruple his earnings. So he's he's a big part. Maybe that video was, all that bullshit was true. The uh, conspiracies I, and the, I mean, it all adds up. It all adds up, bro. I thought, I, I, I used to think he was a good guy, but I have my doubts now because this motherfucker talks about, I recommend this book. I recommend this book, but those books are uh, hum, human population control. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? So it's like, and then you talk about. I remember big, I had a crazy ass homie that used to talk about this shit. He used to do acid and shrooms all the time. And just lock himself in his room and fucking study and watch videos. And he would he would tell me, bro, that this was going to happen. Is that they're going to just do whatever they can to control us. This, this fool was talking about they were going to put us in FEMA camps. And it was going to be like the Holocaust. And like that's what it's going to get to. Man, it's, it's wild, bro. And it's like. What are like, your thoughts on that? They're just. The thing is. Like I said, they want us to stay ignorant because that's how they can manipulate us and control us, right? And if the people don't do the right research, it's easy for, for the media and, and the government to, to just, like, implant fear. Uh-huh. You, were at, you were there at a certain point. I was there at a certain point. Yeah. We didn't know shit about this COVID thing. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Fear is the, the number one way to control people. That's how Hitler and all that. Yes. And um, it's, it's, it's crazy, bro. Like, to me, you know, diving in this rabbit hole of conspiracies and shit, it's just, it, it is coming to, like, it's not even turning it's into true. a conspiracy anymore. It's more it's of a, like, facts, it's happening. And then, like, uh, shout out to Kwame Brown, too. That's, that's uh, the type of motherfuckers we need to be listening to. Uh, he was talking about how all these minorities are put in the media by the elite to try to kill us off, basically. Like, Charlemagne the God 
if you look do the research on what the name means, it's like Charleston something, and that dude was like a mass murderer, like worse than Hitler Can't and stand shit. That guy, man. Like so, these people are literally put put in front of us to control us. It's crazy. <laughs> it they is. look like it us. Is. You it know, is. they, they exactly. have the same skin tone. They have so it's easier for us to believe what they're fucking right. Because it's easy, right? It's easy to say, like, for example, Nipsey Hussle, rest in peace. It's easy to, to hire somebody to say, hey, we don't like what this motherfucker's doing, so we want to clean him out, but let's hire somebody from his culture. So that way they can say it's a drug-related thing. You know what I'm saying? And it's, you could tarnish it, it, somebody's uh, yeah, image. Yeah, I mean, it, it is. It is like, yeah, it like is what it whole is. Like that whole blackballing. Uh, have you heard of that? The what? It's no. Like, a lot of artists say that they get blackballed, so basically, like... Well, Tory Lanez, he was one of them after the whole Megan the Stallion shit. Mm-hmm. Like, 6 9 was another one, like, but of course, because of the whole snitching thing. But, um, which I kind of agree with 6 9 on what he was talking about, about being selective and, like, why does Jay Z get to have a snitch as his CEO, but everybody's bashing him? Bashing him, yeah. you know? Um, yeah, but fuck, what the fuck was the whole point of. Uh, I, 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 we were talking about the. The fuck what are you talking about? <laughs> Dude, that shit flowed. I don't know. Damn. <laughs> what we was talking about? Uh, that we, made it even worse. Oh, we were talking about Nipsey and how, you know, he got murked by somebody from his culture. And you were talking about, like, how 6 9 and Tory Lanez were, you know. Blackball. Ball, blackball. Yeah, okay. black, blackball. Damn. That's what the fuck it was. Yeah. But people get blackballed just for, uh, I guess, Tory Lanez shot Megan Stallion and allegedly, so it's not even proven yet. So right, why, right. why are it, they blackballing him for something he might have done? You know, it, it, it's man, it's one of those, bro. It goes back to the 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 female always has, you know, and she's has connections with Jay Z. Well, that's uh, one too, but it, it it's like um, I forgot where I saw this, bro, and I for, it, it was one of like there was a, an argument, and this was on social media. There was an argument of a lady saying like. Like, she was really defending guys, and her point was, like, just because you didn't like how this person, you had sex with this person doesn't mean that's considered a rape. You know what I'm saying? And it got deep, but I, I need to get more information because I, I forgot the whole argument, and it was the guy, the girl that was defending the guy was facts because it wasn't a rape. They both agreed it was, you know, a whole situation. I'll get more info on that, but I thought that was interesting, but a lot of people like to pick quickly the you know the female oh, side like i was uh chopping it up with this client i have and he was saying that when uh he had to fight custody of his kid his lawyer off top told him that he was at a disadvantage because he was a male that's uh, that's what i'm saying so i'm like bro that's what the fuck like and he's true. a good dude he works and it's true uh respectfully his so, the girl is a bum like i'm like what the fuck I, like, bro, like if you just look at the at the, at the facts like it is crazy um Shout out to the single dads out there. That's a hard job right there. It is, man, because keep in mind, bro, right? So most of the time when they have, like, child support issues because maybe the baby mama, and everybody's situation is different, but maybe it's because of the, maybe, the baby mama, and they can't click, right? So she has this bitter, you know, like, I'm salty, fuck you. You ain't going to see my daughter. You ain't going to see our daughter, and whatever. And I'm going to get a check and go And on I'm going to get a check. So what happens, right? If this person is trying to make a decent living, you know what I'm saying, working minimum wage and shit, now he can't even afford to get his own place to, you know, be able to spend time with his daughter and shit because he's getting money taken out of his check. His life is miserable. And, and I think it's like they need to rethink that because it's 
like child support thing is like if they both agreed to have the baby, they had sex and boom, there goes a baby and shit. Like I feel like it should be a 50 yeah. 50. You know what I'm saying? Like it should be a 50 50. They should divide custody and, you know, make it more fair. It's always more of the, the you know, the. And it depends. And there are certain cases where the, the I mean, like my it, homie did win custody, but he had a fight for that shit. Like the anxiety that comes with that and all the that. Stress, bro, the money that you have to, you know. I mean, come up with and just fucking it's 5,000 racks like right off the bat like you know what I'm saying to just start and you know what I'm saying like it's crazy yeah, bro it's like the whole process is yeah bullshit. like the, the whole waiting process. on court dates and, yeah and you didn't even commit a crime like <laughs> what the fuck so I mean it's one of those bro it's it's one of those that the whole system is it is what it is bro if uh, she is crazy con- uh, consider twice before you exactly go in raw in them sugar walls <laughs> Before you put them legs behind the ears, because there is, and you such, start going crazy. Think about it. There is such there is such thing as, as a pre cum. <laughs> Even is such, if the pullout game is strong, there is such thing as a psycho bitch. So think about it. Um, all that shit, bro. It's crazy. You know, the whole system, the whole. The way America's run, bro, is a business at the end of the day. I, I think that's how we got to look at it. And we just got to, you know, figure shit Ad- out. Adapt and overcome yep. and, and just stay out of trouble. Stay out of trouble. I think that's the biggest thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't, don't sell drugs. Don't smuggle drugs. Don't do drugs. Um, yeah, bro. I'm doing as much research, bro. It's trying to, like, do, like, consume more natural shit. So I was like, damn, I think I'm going to get a headache. So instead of taking pills, I was like. How can I reduce the headache? So there was a couple of things that I did. I did like massage. There's this area right here that kind of like if you massage it right, it relieves, uh-huh. you know, headaches and shit. You know, putting a towel, cold towel in front of your head, that reduces Smoking that blood. shit. Yeah, drinking a lot of water. So it's like just because like, yeah, bro, staying out of trouble too because of the whole, you know, medical shit. Like that's one of those things. Like that's how I haven't yet gotten to the because they're going to fucking they're going to. What are you talking about? The wrist. Oh, okay, okay. Like, fully checked because I know I'm going to get taxed, bro. Like, they're going to fuck me. They're going to be like, you need to get a CT scan. You need to do this. We need to do surgery here, here, and here's the bill. And then there I go with a fucking $15,000, $20,000 bill and shit. Like, See, that's fucked that, up, bro. It's that, fucked up. That's why I don't understand y'all motherfuckers that play sports and don't get paid for it. Like, you lo- I don't understand you love the sport, but fuck. I, I mean, see way too many homies that fuck their uh, their fucking knees up, and they're now they gotta get surgery, and they gotta go get a job and finesse the insurance. Yeah, bro, it's it's a lot of things. I mean, it's one of those, bro. It's the love of it. I'm not supposed to be playing basketball, but my dumb ass be playing. So, I mean, it's just me being. It's the love of the Stubborn. sport. Yeah, it's the love of the sport. So, yeah. Um, but yeah. I just got to say, man, just stay woke on those vaccines. Fuck that shit. I heard they're going to rule those motherfuckers out. I don't know if it's here in this country, but they're going to go door to door. I saw that in the news somewhere. Would you like a vaccine? Bro, <laughs> y'all better get the fuck out, bro. Like, uh-uh. uh, doors are getting slammed like you the Jehovah Witness. Yeah. Um, it's crazy, bro. I, I, there's something, man. That's something we don't know about, bro. But this is the thing, bro. I got a conspiracy on this uh, vaccine shit, right? You know the president of Haiti got uh, murked. Hit the button. Which one? The the scary button. I got another one, bro. Oh shit! So the president of Haiti got killed at his own house, and I think it's an inside job, bro. 
I think it was an inside job. There's two scenarios here that it's possible. One, the government had to do with it, right? Because uh, they wanted to roll out the vaccines and the government of Haiti was like, nah, I'm not doing that shit. We don't need that. We have natural sources here. Their cases were the lowest oh, in man. that country, bro. Low. They were like, we have natural sources for us to combat this yeah. uh, pandemic. Haiti. In Haiti? In Haiti. Okay. Right? Um, the moment he gets killed, a week later, they send the vaccines over. So that's one. Another one, they say. They're basically like, ha. Yeah. <laughs> so my thing is like, okay, he, how does it, like, it doesn't matter, like, what president from what country you are, you have to have good security, right? So people just come in and kill you just like that. There's got to be something. There's got to be somebody in there saying like, hey, this is a loophole. He does this at this time. Um, that's one conspiracy. The another one is because it was like close to 11 to, 11 to 15 guys and a couple of them were Colombians. So they said also that it had to do with any like Colombian cartel thing because uh, the cocaine comes from Colombia. Haiti's a pit stop. And if you have a president that's against that, then we need to get rid of that issue because we need to move that to Miami. Mm-hmm. So Haiti was a pit stop. Boom, from there to Miami, get the drugs in. Mm. That's another. That's scenario number two. It's crazy. Which one do you think makes maybe both? Man, it could so, be both. So let's get this. Let's it's get this like, the frock out of here. Because you think about it, bro. One of the conspiracies, they say that, you know, the government does want drugs to be in you know, in the United States because that's how they oh, get man, rid of man. low. Let's, let's not listen. We're going to get shut that, the fuck down. That's a whole fuck. other podcast. Fuck that, bro. You got to get the flow on that one. Yeah, bro. Looks uh, like a little fucking <laughs> small yeah, ass pistol. That, I got to jamming, bro. <laughs> oh, shit. If you, if, you uh, were in, if you were in Chirac, you would already <laughs> got popped. For real. There you go. That's yeah. That's weak. We got to work on that one. I got to get let low. Get low get AR. Yeah, yeah. AR fifteen and yeah, shit. Man. You know. Um, oh, know. but about that. Basically, the United States is the ones. The government are the ones that put the drugs in in the market. Hey, just go do your research and you'll go watch your interview with Freeway mm-hmm. Rick Ross, and he basically tells you like uh, so think a, about lot, it. a lot of the deals was basically made through with agents, DEA agents. That yeah. So, so think about uh, it. Motherfucker, a D agent that's undercover just sold you 200 uh, pounds of weed. Now you're selling them in the street. Like, mm-hmm. the government's the one that's putting all this shit so they can put them in pre- prison. And then it's the cycle that we're mm-hmm. talking about. Exactly. So basically, they put the drugs in the street. And then the motherfucker gets caught with the drugs. And then he goes to jail. So it's a win win for them. Yeah. That's basically how and that shit works. And it seems like the DEA is doing the work. Like, oh shit, they're trying to, you know, clean. And think about it. Now that you say it, it's a win-win situation for the United States because, yeah. like, okay, we need to send those vaccines over, but we also need to make sure that Haiti's a good pit stop, right? So they go and talk to the Colombian cartel and be like, hey, y'all got to do y'all's thing, you know what I'm saying? Do what you got to do. Let's make this happen so we can send the vaccines and y'all can send them, you know, the, There's another, the little snow over there. There's a lady, her name is Ana, Anabel Hernandez, a book called El Traidor, which is, translates to The Traitor. And she basically breaks down how the cartels operate and how they work with the government to basically make all this shit happen. So it's Anabel Hernandez, El Traidor. That shit or narcos and all that other shit is like... Pussy it, shit. Not pussy. It's just... It's more like written and scripted. Yeah. This is the real shit. Like, she gets journals from Vicentillo, which is El Mayo's son, like, mm-hmm. in real time. So it's some, it's some shit, man. Like, it really allows you to understand how the cartels work and operate and uh, 
this lady, like, they want to kill her. They want to, the government wants to kill her. The cartels wants to kill her. And the reason why she did it is because she says that she's such a Mexican, like, patriot that she's willing to die mm. uh, for her people to know the truth. So, Damn. and she, she's like, they say that this, the war against, uh, dicen que es la guerra contra el narcotráfico, but they never say that it's against the government. Like, why are you guys hiding that you guys are part of it? Is what she's no, saying. It, it gets crazy, bro. It, it like, if you really want to dive in that rabbit hole, uh, uh, there's also a conspiracy that says, I mean, that uh, United States runs Mexico, the Mexico cartel. Like, that, the, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's one of those where I feel like that problem could have been solved, but, like, it, it's not convenient for the United States to, to, uh-huh. for that problem to be solved, you know? So it's a lot of shit, bro, and it's it's really you very know, sad, Ben. It's sad. It's sad. I mean, so many towns and so many families were ruined by those cartels that came in and started terrorizing because that's what yeah. they did. They came on some like Al Qaeda type shit, leaving fucking heads in the plazas and just doing sick shit, man. Yeah, bro. And if you really like, if you're not like us, we're like more you know strong minded and shit. You can. Start fucking panicking and you know fear. Oh, yeah, that's why know? they do it, man. They and then they, they did it like exactly like the Al Qaeda motherfuckers. Like they would chop people's head off and put it on social media, and like it was almost like they didn't they didn't want people to not know about it. They wanted them to know about it so everybody would be scared and they know that you might be next. So you better fucking work with the program. Yeah, it's. It's wild, bro. It's a lot of craziness that's going on right now. Like, it's really, you know, if you're somebody average and you're watching the news, like, you're going to be losing your shit. You're going to be panicking. You're going to be because you don't understand the concept of it. It's shit happens for a reason, man. And the shit on the news, you got to think about it, too. It's too. It's inflated. It's it's motherfuckers like you and me that are, are, are looking at what's going on in the world and choosing what's important and what's not. So really, like, who are they to Mm -hmm. tell us? What we should know or, you know, that's why, yeah, like, fuck so, all that. I don't know how exponential this shit is going to get, but there's another, I guess it's uh, COVID on crack, COVID on steroids. Uh-huh. It's called the Delta. Um, and Hit that shit again. Oh, uh, shit. Oh, shit. Finally, bro. I've been s- fucking saying it. If you're not ready, you better get ready. So... Are we going to get phase two of fear again? I don't fucking know, but people, please do not panic. Please do not panic. Understand the pattern of this whole cycle of how the fucking government and the world works. Understand that there's always going to be some kind of disease. You think about it, Ebola, the fucking Zika mosquito, all that shit. There's always going to be diseases that is going to come after humanity. The best thing you can do is just prepare yourself by staying healthy, sleep, vitamins, all that shit. Eat healthy. Don't be stressed. Don't be fucking stressed because what they're going to do is going to say, oh, we got to, they're going to say, hey, we're going to possibly do a lockdown. Hopefully it doesn't get to that shit. And if, if it does, don't, don't fucking panic. Don't go for the toilet paper. Um, I'm ready for another little lockdown. Don't, don't panic. I mean, they might say they're going to do the mask thing again. That shit doesn't work. But they're going to say all the things except eat healthy, get sleep, drink water, and consume your vitamin. All that shit. All that they're going to say it's going to be the same cycle. Now, I don't know if that's going to create chaos to the point where the world loses its shit. Hopefully, we don't get to that, but it's a possibility. So, you, you heard it here first. What are your plans? Say what? What are your plans uh, for, for generational wealth? Well, brother, I mean, I think, uh, you know, what I got to do is 
you know, build business that's going to keep, you know, giving residual income, invest in real estate, because at the end of the day, it doesn't matter what, we still need real estate. I think there's going to be a, a crash pretty soon because they're lending. The real estate market is super high right now. Uh-huh. So right now, a lot of people are getting houses and shit, and they're not going to be able to afford it. So I think there's a crash coming soon. Um, but yeah, bro, I think that, bro, uh, investing and getting that residual income, I know with properties, like buying a couple of properties in Puerto Rico, buying a couple of properties here is going to keep that cash flow going. Um, you know, like you said, buy something like a little ranch where I can just, mm-hmm. you know, disconnect from everything. Um, work on, you know, multiple businesses, investments, um, like crypto, I'm big on crypto, uh, make that a source of income, you know, help my brothers if they want to open a business and shit, invest in that, you know, so that's, I think, my yeah, plan. Multiple, uh, multiple strings sources, of income. Yeah, multiple sources. Have my money work for me and not, you know, stress too much, bro. That's yeah. Why, you know. That's the key because uh, if we just keep making the money and spending it, it's mm-hmm. the same it's a cycle. Cy- yeah, yeah, it's the same, same cycle, bro. Insanity is doing the same thing over and over and expecting different results. So. Exactly. So, yeah, my, we'll see where that goes and shit. But there's a lot of craziness, man. Um, I don't know if you've seen this shit. Um, did you see the, the Gulf of Mexico? The Gulf of Mexico, I did it. There's, there was literally fire underwater, bro. So there's some kind of weird shit. Literally, it was a circle, like, and there was fire under it, like, under the fucking water, bro. They call it the, the eye of fire, some shit like that. So that, to me, was like, how is that even fucking possible? Like, you can see it flaming. Let me see if I have it here, bro. Like, it's crazy. So they got that going on with the Gulf of Mexico. They were trying to put that shit out with water, which didn't make sense. Um... And they finally were able to put, put it out. But there's also, um, they did, a, the Navy put 40,000 uh, pounds of explosives in the water. I don't know what the fuck is going on there. But I don't know if they're trying to kill something that's under there. I don't know what the fuck, bro. Like, I, it, it's, it's crazy. So look at this shit. Look at that. That's literally fire, bro. It's fire. It looks like a little volcano. Yeah. So they're trying to put it out with water, and it's like... It's not going up? Nah, it's... Bro, it's... it's you know what I'm saying? Like, so that really caused a lot of, like, people are like, what the fuck? Like, the fuck is going on? Shrek-y? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And then they did that bomb, which was 40 pounds, just out of nowhere. They decided, like, let's just, you know... Bro, all this shit looks fake. Like, it looks like... I don't know that, that. No, no, I mean like I'm not saying it's oh, fake. The whole, I'm the saying situ- like yeah, the whole situation looks like some movie shit. Like yeah, it. I don't know, bro. There's some conspiracies on that too, and it's just fucking crazy, bro. Because we don't know what the fuck they're doing with that. Like I don't feel like there's a purpose to say fuck the marine life, which is a big part of the ecosystem of the earth. Like we need the uh, the fishes and all the shit to work the way it works. If not, we can't survive. They they have a big part in. The way the, the world Everything does man yeah. That's what's crazy Every little fucking thing that's uh. So them motherfuckers Were like fuck that shit And somebody People say that It's like NASA started as Ocean Like they were exploring the ocean And they saw something That they didn't Fucking Understand They saw something That they were like Fuck this shit Let's just focus on space <laughs> Yeah bro Think about it Now they're focusing on Like let's go to Mars Let's go to Mars We can build life over there Like why What the fuck did you guys Saw in the ocean That is causing you guys to be like this ocean is scary. I is Aquaman down there with fucking the megalodon shark or fucking who knows? You know mermaids and shit. That's scary, bro. 
water. The water is scary, bro. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie. Like that shit. <laughs> especially when you dive into like well, we can't dive, but like especially when you go down in a submarine where you can't see the sun of light. Fuck that. Like we're talking about, you know, like that's fucking depths that anything can be under there, you know. Like I don't yeah. Yeah. And I've seen whales, bro, with half of their body gone. And it's like somebody just something just went poof. Yeah, fuck that. So they get washed out in the shore, and they're in the fucking, like, yeah. I don't know, bro. Fuck all that. Shout out to Gilly the Kid, man. Uh, shared this little thing that I think we can talk about. Yeah. Okay, so he said, the worst thing you can do as a man is act out of emotion, because once you come down, you have to deal with the shit you started when you weren't stable. So I think that's an important message for all men, just in general, because... Yeah. Especially in panic times like this And the whole COVID shit And any panic time Like we have to know how to control our emotions And not let uh, all this shit fuck with us Because we have to be strong And, and No that's a big one Because you know We make our decisions based off of emotions Most of the time And if we don't learn how to control it We can make a irrational. decision Or hurt somebody's feeling without us even knowing Because we're just focused on that moment You know what I'm saying You know there's a lot of my brother's one of those that sometimes it's like, bro, I had to tell his ass, like, calm the fuck down. You know what I'm saying, Elmer? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, now he yeah. thinks about it a little bit more before he just acts off of emotions because it's like you never make the right decision most of the time. Like 99% of the time you'd never make the right decision when you're acting your emotions. And then like like he said, then you have to deal with the repercussions of, of you. So you basically shot yourself in the foot. Mm-hmm. You, just, you just basically acted out and then... It didn't make it better. It made yeah. it worse. Now you got to fix that problem. And mm-hmm. Like it's just, Yeah, it's a definitely a thing, man. So Because it's happened many times. When I read that shit, I was like, damn, yeah. that's facts. Yeah. Uh, AV, man, tell the people what you got going on, man. Man, I got a little little, little barbershop yeah, in the man. works, man. The logo's it's, clean, uh, bro. The logo is motherfucking clean, bro. Shout out to Jay Paulo. Once again, huh? Once again, came yeah. in with the motherfucking uh, clutch... Clutch Design did it how, in like a day. How's the whole process been, bro? From the moment you guys got the building and shit, kind of. So in a month, uh, this is what happened. Basically, I uh, w- was working at uh, Fading Up, and it was just my days were over at Fading Up. Uh, it was I'm, time to move on, type shit. Yeah, it was just time to create my own atmosphere, my own vibe, and stuff. So uh, I found a building on Twenty Fifth, uh, the Dos Cinco District. So it's like the me- the. Mexican district mm-hmm. uh, here in in Oklahoma City, and uh, yeah, two thirty four Southwest twenty fifth. That's where I'm at, and uh, we're not open yet. We're still adding the final touches to it, but the barbershop is done. The chairs are in there. The floor was is it stressful down. to just kind no, of map it everything wasn't, out. Man. No. I've I've had I've had this shit planned for a minute, so I already knew what I wanted in there, and really the hardest. Hard, not hard. I mean, we went. We're putting in work. We mm-hmm. did all but the work ourselves. But it wasn't like stressful to the point where you're like, "Fuck." Nah, it was and more exciting type shit. It was a lot of my dad's friends that helped us with the construction, mm-hmm. so that was good. It was That's just it, it was smooth. Uh, right now, I'm looking for licensed barbers, so uh, I'm really not gonna open until I have maybe two, three barbers. Mm-hmm. So uh, any licensed barbers out there with a good vibe, come through and. Uh, well, get in contact with me and we'll set something up so we can 
we can chop it up. But uh, my my whole vision with this shop is to basically uh, create content in there and 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 cut and do all that shit. So like all the barber Bro. lifestyle content. It's going to be shot that, in there. That is big. I can even probably start a little podcast or something in there that I can just do Bro, with barbers. There's and all shit. kinds of shit you can do. And TikTok is a big one for barbers. Yeah. I've seen people uh, walking, looking rough, bro. They click, cut them up. People love that shit, bro. And the thing is, the, the shop has like this little back area. So that back room, I'm going to turn it into like a lounge. So it's going to be like a break room, but I'm going to have like... Two little desks in there And then the computer you can type work there Type shit Yeah so like if you Take a picture of your haircut You can go on the computer And get on Photoshop And edit it Send it to yourself And so you know It's gonna be Cause creative. a lot it's gonna be A, a, a lot of barbers Don't place. even know They don't even know How to create an Instagram account Or mm-hmm. you know So that's my goal Is to bring a little Different side to the Barber game Other than just like Throwing the barbers out there And like mm-hmm. figure it out You know I wanna be more involved Than just like The whole Growth uh, on social media and all yeah. that shit. You know? Just do more to level up your game type mm-hmm. shit. You know what I'm saying? What's some, what would be some advice you would give to the young young barbers out there, man, that are like maybe a little hesitant to you know go to school? Because like for man, me, that's the that's been the biggest thing. Because mm-hmm. I posted a picture and I had like ten people hit me up, but because I know that's the biggest like hurdle. Like one of them had a license, so. Bear with me, guys. My my goal is to eventually get uh, get to the point where I can get people licensed. So I mean, it's gonna take it's a process, like everything. So, but yeah, I would say get get in school, man, because it's a liability to the shop owner. Really. Yeah. It's not that we're assholes, and I get it now because I used to be that person that would go ask people at our shop. Like, because at that point you're stressed. You're stressed because if they come in, you know. Yeah, you're you're breaking the law. Like that's yeah, the whole point. Your of shop you. can get shut down. You know yeah, what I'm so, so it's, it's not like, even it's not even worth it. So, um, get in school and shit, bro. The biggest piece of advice would probably just be to be wise with your money because that's what it all comes down to. Like most people that don't go to schools because they don't have the funds, and that's because they're fucking it up or mm-hmm. you know whatever whatever the reason may be, but. School's a must Like as as much as it I forgot who I was talking to But they were saying Like we should Be able to change The legislature To where like As long as you go Take the test And pass it You don't have to go to School for the 1500 hours Cause that's kinda That's mm-hmm. tough bro Like those 1500 hours Are a bitch yeah. Shout out to everybody That did did that man Cause It's over It's, it's uh, To me it's over Overpowered but and I mean, it's all about money back yeah, going back to the system yeah. like you you just have to pay your dues like that's mm-hmm. what it comes down to and then i think another thing is why older barbers don't want to get away with the with that is because they're like that's bullshit i had to go through that school why does this dude not have to go mm-hmm. through well i think so, it's just cutting the hours a little bit i think that's just you know because a cop we talked about a cop does 800 hours compared to a barber that does 15 so yeah. it's like that and, needs to go backwards, you know what I'm saying? And a lot of these schools need to be better. They need to be regulated better. Cause and make it fun. Like, make it more, well, like, that's what engaging I mean by type I, shit. Like, they have to be regulated because a lot of these schools aren't operating how they're supposed to. They're taking people's money and they're yeah. just, like, throwing you in a classroom and making you read a book. Like, I mean, fuck, I get it. We're adults. We shouldn't have to be told what to do, but... No mommin, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You should at least have mm-hmm. some sort of fucking uh syllabus or something like yeah. 
So that's my goal uh, is is to in the in the future after I get this barbershop up and going and legit is uh opening up a school so I can um help people get licensed and uh I can cut down the the fucking bullshit cuz uh it took me a long time to get legit so uh if I can help somebody's process easier I would love that to be Hell honest. Yeah. And it's crazy bro cuz it's all about manifestation and You've been through quite the journey, man, and it's crazy because oh, yeah. now I feel like it's official just because you had, you know, two shops. You moved from oh, yeah, the bro. 23rd one, and then you went down to the one on fucking... The thing was we were just trying to make shit work while we were in school. Yeah, and, so that and, was quite the journey, bro, because it's like... That's what one of my homies was telling me. He was like, bro, I've seen you fail a lot. <laughs> but that's the thing, bro. That's but what you makes always us... kept going, though. Exactly, like, bro. Kept... I was like, you got to, bro. Like, you can't. it's... And the shit will happen when you least expect it, man. That's what these past... This past month has been like surreal to me because I'm like, like I, yeah, it's been like, what the fuck yeah, is going bro. on? Like it's, I got the, the the opportunity with the shop, and then I got a badass girl. Like it, it, everything just started, boop, 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 and it was just I it, wasn't expecting it, bro. Like I was like, what the but fuck? But it's is like going one on? of those, bro, because you, you always I'll take it. Though. Yeah, Shit, you had, yeah, at the end of the day, you had good intentions, and you never fucking quit, bro. Like yeah. we we've been through that roller coaster, bro. I've seen that shit, like. Where it's like, man, fuck this Moving shit. Moving from you know? this shop to this shop. And exactly. Yeah, like you didn't like, even help me fucking. Like, yeah. we did all this. Like, even with the podcast, yeah. we look at the whole journey. It's crazy, bro, because I was like, uh, looking through my book where I set appointments uh, yesterday, actually, because I was in the shop and I was just looking at everything and I was setting up my appointments. And there was a, a page that I should have fucking brought it. That way you don't think I'm capping. It said, I, I wrote this like six, seven months ago. And it was like a to-do list. No, nah, it was probably like, like a, a year. It was probably like a year ago. Like I found this notepad that mm-hmm. I hadn't used, but it's the one that I used to put my appointments in. So in one of the pages, it said the shit that I had to get done, and it said finish school, establish podcast, and uh, what was the other one? What was the other one? I think it was like establish empower visuals, which we really haven't done much with it. But the first two. Yeah, but that's we're checked that's, off. I was importance. like, oh shit, and I didn't even like I wrote those, and then I never looked at it again. But like my subconscious mind kept it. Yeah, and then when I I was in the shop with the shop already all done, and then I fucking open that shit. open that shit, and it's like the first one is finish school. Uh, I think the second was think of barbershop name. Or yeah, something I like remember that. that, bro, because it's like you have to write your goals down because that's the only way you're going to hold yourself accountable of making it happen. You know what I'm saying? So, and I've been doing this shit since I graduated high school, which is crazy because that was 2013. It's 2021 now and I'm barely getting my shop. Like, it took, it took a long fucking time. Yeah, bro. And it, the thing 10 is, 10 years. I started cutting hair at 16. I'm 26. So, it took 10 years of going to different shops and people bullshitting me over here telling mm-hmm. me they're going to help me get my license. People bullshitting me over here. Like, it, it's crazy, bro. And the thing is, like, you put yourself in a better environment to be better mentally instead of dealing with that turbulence of, like, mm. fast-paced environment, mm-hmm. you know, a and, lot of shit going on. that's really the only reason why I would advise any barber to, like, uh, like if you are going to go start your own barbershop, do it not because of the money because the money is going to come but it's not going to be a lot of money you know like mm-hmm. you're not going to get rich off of a fucking barbershop like that's just the bottom line if you're going to go start a barbershop do it because you want to set a good vibe in there and you want to have control of the environment like that's what I'm excited for mm-hmm. I'm like damn I can play my own stuff on TV I can you know I can I just think in like what we were talking about because 
you know, experiencing, you know, I've seen it and I've told you before too, is like, you get to set that environment. You also get to set the rules, like make yeah. sure everybody takes out the goddamn trash, make sure everybody cleans after themselves. It's like, and I, I like leadership. To compare, I like to compare that as like training. I feel like when you hire somebody new, the crucial thing is that one two to two weeks of training and how you develop that, uh-huh. you know, uh, culture. Yeah. That culture, because that's, you know, if you don't teach me how to do the shit the right way, then I'm not, I'm going to do it my way and it might not be the way you like it and yeah. shit. So I think that's, that's key. Setting. Um, what is it called? The, um, Fuck, there's a word for it. And it's all, you know, setting that in brotherhood. I think uh, that's the cool thing about the barber culture is just like, you know, once everybody is comfortable where they at and they like, you know, their their work environment, you guys create that brotherhood and shit. And and sky's I, the limit, I don't bro. even know. I might have a couple girls. Who knows? It might yeah, not I mean, just be guys. You know, might just fucking... Diversity, bro. That's there's, what a, I, there's a Zumba place right next door. So diversity that's uh-huh. one thing i'm going to tell you bro you should have because right now and I've, I've learned this from my manager and it's i think it's cool and he's right because in our store there's all kinds of there's uh-huh. white black uh J- J- japanese um there's me puerto rican there was saw that was bolivian so it was like it was this good Saul's you know, not there no more he's not he's uh he got promoted so he's oh, at okay, a different okay. store so so it was a good like mixture you know yeah. what i'm saying and i think that's key you know that what I'm keeps saying? people kind of uh would you say humble maybe because you you don't know somebody's it, it's more like i feel like it's cool because like we get to know different cultures and we get to like when people walk in the store they see that different like you know what i'm saying yeah, and they're yeah. like oh shit that's that's what's up you know what i'm saying there's there's unity here there's you know the different there's yeah. diversity type shit so i feel like that's cool in my opinion i feel like that would be dope like yeah man and just a, a group of people that's willing to learn and from each other like help each exactly. other out that's really the key Shit, bro, but, yeah. I'm excited, bro. Yeah, uh, man, it's going to be crazy. fun. Once the, uh, the, everything's open, I'm going to throw like a little uh, Grand opening, opening or yeah. something. That's, so. that's, that's gonna be, it's going to be real, bro. Give me about a month and a half, and I'll have every, all the paperwork and shit. And we're going to start going crazy with the content, man. That shit going to be crazy. That's going to be the funnest part, yeah. really. And that's, that's what's cool, that I'm going to be able to bring even barbers that, are, that don't work at my barbershop. Like, I'll be able to bring them to the barbershop and shoot some content with them or instead of me having to, you know, go to their shop all the time, like I can have my shop set up to where like I shoot, we can shoot the content mm-hmm. however we want, you know? So definitely, man. Um, shit. Oh yeah. So uh, on Instagram, y'all can hit me up on the Instagram cuts by AV. If you guys are interested in uh booth rent and uh, yeah. Yeah, for sure, man. We going to work on that. Once we start getting the content rolling, Got to give you those pinpoints for TikTok because that's a big one. Oh, yeah, yeah, People yeah. fuck with cuts. And, and that's what I, uh, I'm going to have my computer at the shop. So that's what's going to be tight because I can, that's when I'm not big. cutting, I can just, you know. That's going to be big, bro. I'm excited for that because I've already got the swing of fucking TikTok. I know how TikTok works and how people, what gravitates their attention. And on the barber side, when I see cuts, I, I like to study it and I'm like, it's a niche. It's a nice niche. You I mean, just have you, to know you, how to you hit the milli on the TikTok, so I know you know what the fuck yeah, you're talking bro, about. Yeah, it's, bro. It's, it's going crazy, man. And it, it all goes back to, you know, if you want to take something from the whole journey, if you guys have been fucking with us from the get-go, it's not quitting, man. That's what yep. I can tell you, man. Not quitting. Not giving a fuck who says what or thinks what. Just go. Keep pushing, man. And it's like... I've had a in a year. I mean, we've had we have a whole fucking the podcast office. It's of, still crazy to think. Man, of, I remember bro. Santi. You remember we sit outside in your car and smoking, talking about I can't wait to finish school and fucking it's, yeah. it's all rolling out. Yeah, That's bro. Crazy. So it's like to me, this is unreal because at the end of the day, bro, we can just pop in here whenever the fuck we want and just turn on the fucking equipment yeah, and. 
put this out to the world to see, bro. Like, to me, it's mind-blowing. And it's like, bro, I've tapped into a whole different culture when it comes to the Spanish one, bro. Like, a lot of people really were waiting for me to just start this shit. And it's just, it's, it's gotten the love. And, like, shout out to all the Hispanic and Latin community, bro. It's fucking going crazy, bro. So, like, that's big. Having a studio is just cool because you can, like, uh, be here at whatever fucking time. Like, we yeah. you really don't use it how we should. Yeah. But, like. That's why I was, like, I, that's why I had to be, like, bro, I got to. Make the most out of it. Make the most out of it. So let me start the Spanish podcast because a lot of people have been asking for it. And I just turn on the camera by myself. And it's kind of like therapy, bro, to be honest, because it's like I'm just talking shit, you know what I'm saying, in front of a camera. And it's it was a a challenge, bro. But at the end of the day, bro, it's crazy because a lot of people like hit me up, bro, and are like, I want to start my shit. Like, you've motivated yeah, yeah, yeah. me. You inspired me and Man, shit. and I think that's what's good about um, doing different things is, like, you motivate people to yeah. get on their shit, too. Like, that's one thing I noticed with the whole barbershop thing. Like, um, like I know a lot of my peers are, are probably not going to go necessarily work with me, but hopefully this, like, motivates them to be like, well, shit, this fool, this fool did it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, for sure. I mean, I think... Uh, it's all any motivation, any inspiration. I mean, I think that's enough for, for you to keep going. And, you know, like I said, I mean, with this podcast, like go, go look at the first episode yeah. and then look at it now. And it's a constant like right now we're both fucking tired. Like we work exactly. the job and we like we got a lot of shit going on, but this is something we committed to. So mm-hmm. it's like, let's let's get it. And at the end of the day, bro, it's like therapy because we get to just vent and just talk and shit and like catch up type shit because we got a lot going on man we got we definitely got a lot of shit and i mean it's only gonna get it's gonna get even more you know but what's cool is that we we're gonna be living so we're gonna be able to come to the podcast and talk about the shit we did yeah so that's gonna make it even and it's all a circle because it's like it's content like once we get that like i'm excited bro like that shit's gonna be crazy because i know there's like there's that Lit content for the barbie community missing, and yeah, I know we can lit that oh, shit we're up. We're about to go crazy. That area is epic too. Yeah, and then it's like there's a rich culture here on that side that is just waiting for it to explode. And I think that's where we come in and you know document the whole shit. So that's gonna be big. But y'all stay tuned, man. Yeah, uh, stay tuned. Episode eighty one. Uh, hopefully, we fucked up on the last episode. We we're supposed to bring uh, Lupe from Trompulos Tacos. Are we doing it this Sunday? We'll see because he he's a busy man. Yeah. Uh, but shout out to Trompulos Tacos. That's another uh, young entrepreneur that's putting his all into his uh, business and generational wealth type shit. So yep, we fucked that one up. We uh, man, it's crazy. We got a lot of a lot of shit going on, but we're gonna work on that. Uh, we're gonna also. You know, find some more fun shit. We got a little serious with conspiracies and shit. We're going to uh, do some fun shit, come up with some fun segments to talk about. And just keep bringing the content, man. Where this is episode, what, 81? Yeah, 81. Damn, 81. So we're going to wrap it up, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you guys for tuning in. We'll catch you guys on the next one. Peace.